Hello, Bible Beaters. Welcome to another episode of the Bible Beater Podcast. This is the Lord of Hosts, Caleb speaking. Caleb Campbell speaking. Joined, as always, by the interrupter, Kyle Vessner. And uh, we're back. It's 2019. We've taken a few weeks off. We had to take a break because um, we have some sad news for the podcast. Uh, longtime listeners will remember, I don't know, six months ago, I guess Is now, it, maybe oh. we l- first announced it, but my mom passed away of cancer, of a stage four cancer she had. And uh, I know actually a few, there's a bunch of Bible beaters out there that donated to her GoFundMe. So we really appreciate that. Help for a while. Bad news, but that's what I've been doing for the last two weeks is so we had a dealing with shit and fuck all. So a bit of a bummer of a Christmas break. Um, Kyle's pretty mom, bad Christmas. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> she was such a sweet lady. I remember on the last podcast we recorded, which was I think two weeks before Christmas, I said goodbye. I gave her a hug. I fully expected to see her again. Um, she was always super nice to me. She brought me in all the time. She gave me food. She was, she never complained. I never heard her complain once in the whole year that I knew her. No, she never did. She was stoic. She was courageous and she will be missed. She will be big time. And, um, it's funny cause she never listened to the podcast. She wouldn't listen to it. She didn't listen, but she fucking loved, she said she loved hearing us. She could hear us laughing all the time. She yeah. thought it was so funny that she'd hear us cackling through the floor. <laughs> Yeah, in the basement, she'd be like, "Oh, that must have been a good." I'd come upstairs. <laughs> yeah, she'd be like, "That must have been a good one." Yeah. Um, Kyle knows this story, but on Boxing Day, I went out ice fishing with uh, my girlfriend's brother and my 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 father and my brothers, and uh, like a fucking idiot. Uh, immediately upon arriving, I took out the electric auger, set it up, and uh, wrapped my th- my glove got caught on the auger, and I wrapped my thumb around it hurt like a fuck thought i might just have broke. twisted your thumb right around yeah just twisted my thumb backwards i thought i might have broke it turns out i didn't anyways i went to the emergency in merit and uh, i saw the doctor and he said we'll get you in for an x-ray and that's when kyle texted me um that sarah had passed and i started crying and then the doctor comes back in the room and he sees me and he puts his hand on my shoulder he's like How's your thumb, buddy? <laughs> like oh I'm God. some sort of pussy. <laughs> and so. Oh, that was so funny to hear. Not going to lie. Yeah. And then I just had to tell him that uh, it hurts real bad. <laughs> <laughs> is is that what you went with? No, I said I got oh, some bad okay. news. Fuck. It hurts real bad. That would have been funny. I, sh- I mean, I should have. You're a goddamn comedian for Christ's sake. <laughs> he didn't know that. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we're just going to keep this, I mean, going to hard to have the energy we did before, but we're going to try and have fun. We're plowing ahead. Um, I, besides that had a pretty good, uh, Christmas holiday. My family came into town. My brother announced that, uh, he's having a baby. Oh, wow. So really? Be Which nephew, brother? Um, Judah. Oh, okay. And we found out the gender. I knew he was having a baby, but we found out the gender, which is kind of a big deal. So I'm uh, uh, going to be an uncle. I didn't know the baby could talk yet. No, it can't. Well, then how We've did it decide its gender? <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> I actually made the same joke to Judah. Oh, did you? I was like, oh, you're just going to decide what gender <laughs> it is? It's, it sounds so stupid to 95% of the population. Yeah. And then to that 5%, they're like, this is our whole world. If you say anything, you're like hurting me more than anyone could hurt me in my life. It is 
it's pretty it's so bizarre. Yeah. Especially when you see little kids and like guys are smashing stuff and girls are playing house. Like that's like what happens. I know. <laughs> Have you ever seen these little This is fucked up. We don't need to get in this too much, but there's like you know drag queens? Mm-hmm. That's like a big sexual thing. It's gay dudes dressing up as women and it's super sexual. They have shows and stuff. I've seen one. Mm-hmm. It's crazy sexual. There's like little kid drag queens. That's fucked up. Little boys. They're like 10. Is that the same as like beauty pageant contests? Like the same It's level? fucking worse, dude. Because they're encouraged to be sexual. They're talking in innuendo and shit to yep. these adult gay men at these. Uh, That's super at weird. These, I don't know. Events, I guess, the drag queens go to. It's fucking bizarre. We're having uh, my birthday's in February. We're having a drag party. That's awesome. Yeah, of course you would love that. You're invited. It's actually it was Camilla's idea. We have my long hair anymore. It was Camilla's idea. We saw Bohemian Rhapsody, and they had a drag party. And Camilla's like, we should do that. Her birthday is like five days after mine. So okay, joint birthday. Turns out there's like six of my friends with that with the birthdays that that week weekend or week week like from the fifteenth to twenty second. So we're having like a five way drag fest. V's birthdays then. Holy shit. Yeah. It's gonna That's be That's gonna be a fucking crazy. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. I'm gonna be so hot. Yeah. No, I'm gonna be hotter than you, dude. No way, dude. <laughs> Shave my legs. We joined uh a multi sport team, Kyle and I, so I'm officially exercising now. It feels it feels you know what it feels like? What's that? It feels like I joined gym class in grade seven. Is what it feels like. Yeah, Every you, event is gym class. We you, play handball you for were, fuck's sake. You were dangling guys. Look, here's the thing. You gotta try I had I couldn't – I'm not saying I didn't try hard because yeah. I tried hard. Yeah. But I always – I was telling myself the whole time stuff not to do. Okay, the girl has that puck. Don't just go fucking take, lift her stick up, <laughs> smack her stick and take it from her. You know what I mean? I know you can do that, but you're an asshole. Straight up. You're playing with plastic sticks and you do that shit. You're an asshole. It's true. So I just stick poked everybody. and He was much better than most of the people on the on the court. I scored a dirty, greasy backhander after Is five nice chances. Yeah. <laughs> we won 4-1. <laughs> don't give a score. I don't want this to be a thing. I care. Announcing what, how are you? Well, because it's on Wednesday. It's going to be every fucking week, isn't it? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> what else are we going to talk about? I don't know. <laughs> um. So it's been quite some time since Did you get we... in get anything good for Christmas? I Whoa, man. I had a great Christmas, though, for presents. Uh. I'm pretty busy this year, turns out. I got a gift certificate to Ticketmaster, so that's either Iron Maiden or Judas Priest. I got t- Oh, sick. I got tickets to Ensa Furum. That's next weekend. That's a metal band from Finland. It's one of my favorite bands ever. Who are they playing? The Rickshaw with oh. Septic Flesh. A theater? So they're pretty big. They're not big. They're playing a theater, though. Uh, the Rickshaw is like where all the metal bands play. Oh, okay. It's small. Um, it never sells out. It's awesome. Um... Then I got, um, I got my brother tickets to rugby sevens, and I got him two, and he's taking that is. He's taking me. So um, rugby sevens is like a big tournament, a world tournament. It's like there's ru- regular rugby has fifteen players per team, and rugby sevens is seven players per oh, team. Oh, I heard that. It's so faster it's, and more it's like action fast. and stuff. It's actually <laughs> way funner to watch rugby. It's in the Olympics now. I, I was gonna say they're trying to make all these old sports. They're doing it to cricket too, because cricket takes like a week. Yeah, but if normal you, cricket. If but you, now they make one day cricket and like half day cricket or something like that to try and get people to watch this shit. Half day cricket, and that's the short version. What the fuck are you guys doing, dude? It was a week. I know. It was three days. Was the short one or whatever? I remember hearing about. I'm pretty ignorant, but you th- buy a ticket now. You have to go for a whole week. There was a cricket game. 
where the boat was leaving. Like the people had to go back from South Africa to Australia or some shit. And they were like, they, <laughs> they, they had to forfeit. I think they forfeited to catch their boat or I can't remember the story. Either they forfeited and caught their boat or they stayed and missed their boat and were like stuck in South Africa for this fucking cricket game. Pretty boring story. Turns yeah. out when you don't know, um, I, my parents got me a trip to Israel in September. What? Yeah. Oh my God. What, a, what are we going to do? We got to talk about live that. on location. Bible beater podcast. Hell yeah. We should find a way to get you on this trip. I think you could come. You think so? Oh yeah. Well, they, my parents go every year. It's a guided tour of Israel. They're like the guides. So they've been actually Are you fucking kidding? they've been asking me to go on this trip for years. And I'm like, I'm not going with you fucking church people. That'd be so cool. But man, if you come, it'll make it a hundred times funner for me. Well, when is it? When is it again? September. Like, it's God a, damn, that has to be two a weeks in September. Yeah, we can do it. Um, Holy fuck. Camilla got me tickets to some fucking metal concert in Sweden. People are going to 100% think we're turning religious. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, as I, much as we say, it's like, it's slowly, we're slowly getting into it. If we can do live. You know what? I just like the history, you know? I oh, don't believe course. in the Bible, but I like, oh, yeah, but course. that's how shit starts. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like a no, guy has a lot of Nazi memorabilia, and he's like, I just like the history, World War II. Yeah. Well, you know? And then you're like, ah, oh, you're kind of a Nazi. We're kind of religious. Like, oh, we just like, uh. I wouldn't say it would be fun, dude, interviewing people. I mean, we, that's what people are going to think. It'll be we fucking amazing. Live on location. So, you know that uh, none of this happened the way they said it did, correct? I don't know. Put the mic Holy in people's fuck. So, yeah, I basically have something to do every month this this year, like big, big deals. Nice. Are you going to Volbeat, by the way? Oh, yeah. I already bought my Volbeat tickets. I, you, got, I got a visor. Did you get floor seats? Yeah. I did. Okay, I gotta buy my tickets. Yeah, Godsmack and Volbeat, baby. Volbeat, if you're not familiar, is Danish Nickelback. So they're not. They're better than that. He sounds like he sounds like you're counting all the years in the air. He sounds like he sounds like uh, alt alt Elvis. He's got a pretty unique like voice, actually. He he does Elvis as an alt rock guy. That's what he does. That's what I think of him. I mean, yeah, kind of like Nickelback now I, Elvis. I've never thought of it that way. He drags um, his, like the ending syllables. Well, I guess like they all do. Oh, this is this happened the very fucking next day after we recorded our last podcast. But I wanted to talk about it for three weeks. We did a rugby pub crawl, the twelve pubs of Christmas, and it was an absolute fucking riot. So each pub we went to had a different rule, and they're pretty strict on the rules. If you break the rule, you have to do a shot or chug a beer. So the first bar we got we went to was uh, no talking, which is a fucking horseshit stupid rule. So I walk in, I'm like, "What's up, motherfuckers?" Instantly, like two beers, I have to drink one and chug one. Did you know the rule yet? No. Well, I I who knew makes the rules? The guy who set it up. Does everyone read them first? Yeah, I knew it was no talking, but I didn't know it started like the second we walk in. I just was trying to say hi. Yeah, that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, so we get... I hate drinking games. You can't even talk to the people you just met at the pub. So my punishment was I had to sit with a stranger. So I go and sit at this guy's table, and he's like, oh, hey, dude. And I'm like, wave, you know? I'm trying to do gestures, and I'm realizing I'm on radio. So I like like wave at him. you didn't even talk to this guy? You mimed him? And he's like... uh, Poor bastard. He's like, "Uh, you you don't recognize me, do you? And I was like... Shaking your head? No, I nodded like, yeah, oh. I recognize you, but I'm not allowed to talk. And then I type in my phone, 
we're on a pub crawl. I'm not allowed to talk. Oh, and then oh. so he laughs. He's like, yeah, That's like I so, dated your cousin. So stupid. Here's the thing. I didn't remember this guy. <laughs> I had no idea who he was, but because I wasn't allowed to talk. And then that guy was a good sport. And then he like. You he know, dated your cousin? Yeah. For like a long time ago. Uh, he did stand up comedy one time, too, apparently. Ugh. Yeah. Isn't it annoying when you meet somebody that finds out you do stand up? And then they're like, I've been thinking about doing stand-up. I should try it. And Everybody. Yeah. You know what I say? Don't. I always say do, and then <laughs> I watch them fucking be terrible. And like, you see? Do you see how hard it is? Our friend Kyle Patton used to do that to fucking every person that came out to him. They wouldn't even do that. They wouldn't even be like, you, uh, he just didn't have any game yeah. or whatsoever. So he'd just tell every chick, you should do, you're really funny. You should do stand-up. So he got all these girls and no, old ladies and shit. Didn't. Yeah, he did, dude. I saw him do it like five times I've myself. I've seen him do it too, but not to everyone. Did he really? Not to every single person. Yeah. To be a little hyperbolic, but he did to a lot of people and a lot of people showed up because Kyle Patton's a charming guy. A lot of them showed up and a few of them stuck around way too long. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was, was, uh, never mind. Was um, what? <laughs> I was going to ask about some specific people, but not on the podcast. Anyways, so the next pub we went to, we had to talk in an accent. And uh, I chose uh, the native Sycamore accent, anyways. And uh, yeah, it's quite funny. Um, it was hilarious though, because some people couldn't do accents at all. Like Barry basically mimicked whatever accent was done to him, and he was fucking terrible at every single. I can't do accents either. I was like, Barry is retarded in accent. And then I don't know. Technically, the next one we went to, we all had to just drink in the bathroom. So we had like thirty people crammed in the B and A bathroom just drinking in there it was super fun and everyone got fucking that totally sounds wasted. destructive it was sounds destructive it was um you needed a sweater and my brother didn't have one so he like so he got beat up <laughs> no one pissed in his face no nothing like that he had to steal one off a stranger no he didn't <laughs> no he did kyle's face is like are you fucking serious I was, yeah i was like this got fucking crazier than i thought and i know it got crazy 30 rugby players Oh, yeah. So I met up with them. I ended up, I ditched because I had to do a show. And then I met up with them at Fernando's and they were insensible. They couldn't speak. <laughs> they were falling down. They were being asked to leave Fernando's when I walked in. And somehow I won the bottle. We do a draw for the bottle and I won it. And all he saved it for me without drinking it. And he's like, here you go. And I got a bottle. Of oh, Jager wow. As he got asked to leave the bar. Oh, yeah. And that's the story. Um, should we get into the Bible? Do I you... got a record. Oh yeah, you got a record. <laughs> oh yeah, I never asked you what you got for Christmas. Yeah, fuck you, dude. I got a Kinks record. Kinks. Yeah, the Kinks. Lola. I've... That's them. Yeah. That's a pretty good song. Yeah, the Kinks were like the Beatles at the very beginning, but then they got real fucking weird, started doing their own shit, and got not even near as famous because they did that. Kinky, would you say? Yeah, they're awesome. <laughs> they're awesome. They got real fucking weird. Are they one of your faves? <laughs> yeah. They have a huge library of music, and one t I'd never really listened to them besides Lola. Yeah. But when I was like 15, 16, I decided to download the albums, the greatest hits of all the bands I liked one song of. Mm -hmm. And I discovered like tons of bands that were mostly shit, and then a few of them were fucking unreal. It's true. <clears throat> like, uh, you know Werewolves of London? I mean, I've heard of them. I couldn't the, think that of That song? Yeah. The dude that makes Werewolves of London? I can't remember his name. It's not my head right now. But he's fuck. His whole catalog is awesome. He, he was dying near the end, his last two that he made, and they're real dark and fucked up. It's crazy. So good. 
The who gave that to you? What? The, oh, the my record. girlfriend. That's very nice. Good job, Leah. Very good present. Do you um? Are they new, are they new. still a band? Can you see the them? The Kinks. Yeah. I don't think any of them are dead, but I don't know if they still tour. How old are they? They're pretty fucking old. These albums were in the sixties. Holy shit! That song's that old. Lola might be seventies. I thought it was like eighties. No. It's always good to see those bands if you can. I hate it. Hate what? Liking old music? No, because if these guys, if they didn't tour the whole time and they're doing a I Want Money tour, it's fucking embarrassing. That's true. It's like watching a dad on stage instead of a rock star now because they've been a dad for 30 years. Yeah. They were a rock star 30 plus years ago. So they sit up there and they just stand in the same spot enjoying it, smiling, bopping up and down. That's what they do. That's what every fucking Ozzy, rock band does. Ozzy's still got it. At least Ozzy's been Ozzy's been doing it the whole time, though. That's true. There's a lot of guys that still got it. I saw Dio like but I saw a lot that don't. Three months before he died, open for Megadeth. He yeah. opened for Megadeth. That short little troll. His hair starts at the back of his, the back of his head, and he's got this receding hairline like Christian Slater, and it puffs up, and he looked like a little demon and screamed like one too. How old is he? He was, I think, 70, 70-something. Not bad for a rock star. Pretty fucking awesome, too. Really? At least 1970, by the way. Lola. Really? Yeah. Holy shit, that's older than I thought. It's about, it's about, it's about their, uh, their manager picking up a tranny. Really? Yeah. Lola's I a transvestite. I met in the club down in Oldso, oh, where we drink champagne and it tastes like cherry cola. What the fuck la, is that? La, 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 yeah. Oh, I asked her her name and she asked me to dance, whatever. I asked her name and in a top row voice she said, I can't remember the fucking lyrics. Anyways. With the one, but it's about a tranny. I did not know that. Girls will be boys and boys will be girls. It's a mixed up, fucked up world. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of shit in there. It's about a tranny. They've said it. Man, it's funny. They came out and said that. It's funny how a lot of the old songs that were about real shit, like or sex or murder or whatever, they just got like no one noticed and just sang along at the radio because they play them happy. Yeah, everyone now plays sad songs. Sad. I want to hear a fucked up song. Happy played you, happy. You know what song always semi charmed life, dude. <laughs> that song is about losing his girlfriend to meth. Yeah, and no one knows it. He literally <laughs> says it in the lyrics. He literally says it, and everyone thinks it's some happy song because he sings it happy. The one that always got me was the Alan Jackson song, Chattahoochee. What's that? Down, It's a, just a fucking bullshit country song, but one of the lines is, Down on the river on a ha- Chattahoochee, it gets hotter than a hoochie's coochie. And I was like, they play that on the radio? I think I know that, that song. a prostitute's vagina? <laughs> People just walk over that? Dude, you're allowed to insinuate, you know? A hoochie's coochie? That's insinuating enough. <laughs> I guess it's not. It's hard to say. <laughs> okay. Should we do this? Stripper's hot pussy. Should we dive in? Do you Let's remember do what happened last time? Absolutely not. It's been a while. So... We are at the end of numbers. Today we will finish the book of numbers and we will start Deuteronomy. Then we start the book of letters. The book of Deuteronomy was actually the first book written in in the Bible, but it's the fourth book in the Bible. It's actually the book of most frat houses in the United States. So De- <laughs> Deuteronomy. Okay. So um 
Yeah, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, and Numbers, all based off of Deuteronomy. So there will be some repetition, but there's also some good stories in there. So we, we read about last week, Vengeance on the Midianites, how the Israelites went into Midian, killed a bunch of them, took a bunch of slaves, and then they were setting up for a new battle, the Transjordan tribes. They said, we're going to go oh, invade. Oh, scared me for a second. <laughs> Transjordan. And... Uh, Remember, I think it was Gad and the Reubenites. They said, uh, we don't really want to go in there. It's pretty nice on this side of the river. And then they were like, what the fuck? They're like, we're going to go, just so you know. But once we win, we're coming back to this side of the river. So then there was a big thing. They, uh, you know, went in there, killed a bunch of people, surrounded it, called it Noba, settled in it. And uh, now we're at Numbers 33. I don't remember that. So this is just where they finally settled after. Noba was the guy, and he captured Kenath and its surrounding settlements and called it Noba after himself. I don't remember that at all. Should we read the last little bit? Yeah. Okay, so um, I'm going back a little bit far. Verse 25. The Gadites and the Reubenites said to Moses, We, your servants, will do as the Lord commands. Our children and their wives and flocks and herds will remain here in the cities of Gilead, but your servants and every armed man for battle will cross over and fight for the Lord. And then it repeats that about 45 fucking times. <laughs> then Moses gave to, point the, across. to the Gadites, the Reubenites, and the half-tribe of Messenaeus, son of Joseph, of the kingdom of Sihon, king of the Amorites, and the kingdom of Gog of Ashram, the whole land and its cities and the territory around, around them. And then the Gadites built upon a bunch of names and their descendants. So they went in, they conquered it, and they settled there. So the Israelites have made it into the promised land. That was the grand finale. And then it says, so then we start Numbers 33, and this, then it recounts their journey. These are the stages in Israel's journey. If you find your handy map, on, I posted on our Facebook page and the Reddit page a really well-researched um, map of the Israelites' journey through the desert. And when I say very well-researched, I mean biblically researched. As, if you treat the Bible as if it were true... In fact, then this is what they did. Then that's the, this guy's map is perfect, okay? <laughs> and he's got... Uh, what, if, what if you treat it as reality? If you treat it as reality, you might then as well... Then it's a fair tale. Just throw, this book, <laughs> throw that in the garbage. So, But he's got verses and everything and charts and where they camp. So this is um, the stages in Israel's journey. Here are the stages in the journey of the Israelites when they came out of Egypt by divisions under the leadership of Moses and Aaron. At the Lord's command, Moses recorded the stages in their journey. This is their journey by stages. Jesus. I like that they came out in divisions. and It sounded like they were just running away as like an uncoordinated mass. But I guess they came out in divisions in perfect marching order. <laughs> Is that what that implies? No, I don't think so. I think it just means by their tribe. By their tribe. Fuck, my thumb still hurts from that accident. I can't really hold the Bible with one hand. <laughs> oh, man. God, claim disability. Um, Bible beaters have a pension. doesn't pay a lot. They, they, asked, they asked if I did it at work. I said no. Uh, verse 3. The Israelites set out from Ramses. On Who the asked, by the way? The doctor. Because if it was a work accident. Oh, because then he, he has to fill out extra paperwork? Yeah, then I, well, I could have. but I How'd you actually do it again? Forgot. I told you. I was augering a hole right, through the right, ice. Right, right, right. You couldn't have. How could you have explained that at work? 
Um, well, you could have been augering a hole in the ground at work and got your glove caught in. If you're drilling a hole... To put I understand a, that. I know you could lie to the doctor. Yeah. I just mean you can't get disability or whatever. Yeah, you can. Any If you hurt yourself at work, you get yourself. You get Yeah, disability. I know, but why would you be augering at your job where you manage a Bible? Ex- ex- exactly. No, that's, I, that's my point. Yeah, no, exactly. I was I, like, what excuse would you come up with if you had to pretend that was a work injury? Oh, I would say I was uh, thumbing the secretary super hard, and she fell back off her chair. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to allow it. This is a Christian organization. Okay. Verse 3. The Israelites set out for Ramses on the 15th day of the first month, the day after the Passover. The Passover, I will remind you, is when the angel of death passed over the Israelites and killed every firstborn in Egypt. They marched out boldly in full view of the Egyptians, who were burying all their firstborn, whom the Lord had struck down among them. So we're back to this this point in time. This is the stages in their journey. So this oh, is oh, they're recapping it. Yeah, this is a quick recap. Actually, for the Bible, it is a quick recap. Honestly, yeah, concise. That's why I was surprised. They marched out, dude. Listen to that line. They marched out boldly in full view of all the Egyptians who were burying their firstborn, like they're mocking them, who the Lord had struck down from among them. For the Lord had brought judgment on their gods. Could you imagine that? Just like walking out and everyone's digging tiny, shallow Like graves. they're taking a victory lap. Like they won. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Are all your kids dead? Yeah. Maybe don't talk back to God again, you know? <laughs> yeah. Or not worship him or whatever he did it for. And and we're and we the reader are supposed to celebrate this like God did. We're something. supposed to be on their team. And let's remember that they he got the Pharaoh had no chance but to dis, uh, disobey God because God made well, him disobey forced him, him to display his power. And so God forced him to do this, killed all of his kids, and then said, "Aren't I great?" Uh, you know, and the way it was written, it kind of sounds like he wasn't going to do that. Doesn't say for sure that he wasn't going to do that, but, but he's like wavering, and then God forced who, him to. Who wouldn't do it? Oh, the Pharaoh. The Pharaoh. Well, there's a couple times when Pharaoh says, all right, you can go, and then God hardens his heart. Oh, right. And then he goes back. So God made this happen. This is uh, the you know king of morality, God himself. Hey, everyone has free will, by the way. Oh, yeah. Everyone who believes in God, you have free will. The, verse 5. The Israelites left Ramses and camped at Succoth. They left Succoth and camped at Etham on the edge of the desert. You know, I was wondering how people, we always talk about how people can have like a shit situation in life and be like, God loves me and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Compared to a lot of shit that's going on now in the world, God is way worse to the people he loves in the Bible. Oh, yeah. Like as a penalty, as a minor penalty, they wandered the desert for 40 years. Even people in the desert can be like, at least I don't have to walk around. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? At least they got to camp out. Well, the, the predominant theory is that they camped for 38 years at one place. So they didn't I mean that would make sense, but that's not really what it says. No, it's not what yeah. it says. Also What do you mean the predominant theory? This also didn't happen. Okay. <laughs> you know the way I mean? they have to cuz the way they have to explain it so, <laughs> so that it made sense. I mean like biblical scholars who try to relate it to people who have any uh logic skills whatsoever. Yeah. They're like, "Well, they actually probably camped out." When in reality, the most logical thing is this is all made up and none of it happened. 750 kilometers isn't that far. <laughs> Doesn't take 40 years to walk 750. The fucking proclaimers walked a thousand miles in three minutes in their song. 500. And then 500 more. That's true. <laughs> to be the man that walked a thousand. Right. <laughs> 
They left Sucketh and Captain... And that was all just for a girl. Yeah. Just think what you could do for God. You they, know? They left Etham and turned back to Pi Harrieth to the east near Baal Zephyrin and camped near Migdal. They left Pi Harrieth. Um, there's a note there. It says... Many manuscript of the Masoretic text, Samaritan Pentateuch, and Vulgate, most manus- manuscripts. Um, so that what the note in the bottom of the Bible says that uh, many of the manuscripts that so there's two different manuscripts and they say different things left from before Harrieth. So I don't know what that means. Sorry to confuse you guys, but every time I read something and there's a note at the bottom, I try to read the note. And the note just says that I'll read it again verbatim. God, you're repeating yourself as much as the Bible now. It doesn't make sense. We, we heard it. Many manuscripts of the Masoretic texts, Samaritan, Pentateuch, and Vulgate, most manuscripts of the Masoretic texts say left from before Harrieth. So I don't know what that means. <laughs> we need a... Did that clarify anything? No. Sorry. No, it didn't. So they left by Harrieth and passed... We need a note for that last part of the note. <laughs> So they left through Piharis and passed through the sea into the desert. And when they had traveled for three days in the desert of Etham, they camped at Merah. They left Merah and went to Elam, where there were 12 springs and 70 palm trees. And they camped there. They left Elam and camped by the Red Sea. There's a note there. Um, it says Hebrew is Yam Suf. That is the Red Sea. Boring. They left the Red Sea and camped at the edge of the Desert of Sin. They left the Desert of Sin and camped at Dovka. They left Dovka and camped at Alush. They left Alush and camped at Rephidim. There was no water there for the people to drink. They left Rephidim and camped in the Desert of Sinai. They left the Desert of Sinai and camped at Kibroth Hatava. They left Kibroth Hatava and camped oh, at the love of God. Hazaroth. They left Hazaroth and camped at Rithma. They left Rithma and camped at Rimen Perez. A few of those are from movies I've heard when they've tried to make uh, Hazaroth and Nazaroth. And there's another one you just said. Nazaroth, you didn't say it, I don't think. Hazaroth. I've heard those. I think that's in Star Wars. Is it? I don't know. Maybe. I've definitely heard them in role-playing games when, when people make like live-action LARPing yeah. in movies and stuff. I've heard that shit. <laughs> They left Rimen Perez and camped at Libna. They left Libna and camped at Rissa. They left Rissa and camped at Kahelatha. They left <laughs> Kahelatha and camped at Mount Sheffer. They left Mount Sheffer and camped at Karda. I think you need a Jewish accent. Try that, try that last one with the Jews. <laughs> they left Kahelatha and camped at Mount Sheffer. You know what? That's probably exactly they, what it was supposed to be. They left Mount Sheffer and camped at Herda. <laughs> <laughs> They left Herda and camped at Chmachalich. They left Chmachalich and camped at Tachach. Oh, God. They left at Taha and camped at Terah. They left Terah and camped at Mitchka. They left Mitchka and camped at Hashmanah. They left Hashmanah and camped at Mazaroth. They left Mazaroth and camped at Jerkinoff. They left Bain <laughs> Jackin and camped at Horhagen. They left Horhagen and camped at Jothba. I think one of those sounds suspicious. They thing, left at Jothbata, camped at Arbana. They left Arbana and camped at Izan Gerber. They left Izan Gerber and camped at Kadesh in the Desert of Zin. That's where they think they camped for 38 years. Oh, okay. They left Kadesh and camped at Mount Hor. Okay, they think that. Yeah. Whoever brainwashed you as a child thinks uh, that. Whoever made the website, <laughs> all right? Camps at the border of Edom. 
And at the Lord's command, Aaron went and the priest went up Mount Hor where he died on the first day of the fifth month of the 40th year after Ease. Dude, is- when you think about it, though, haven't we all been up Mount Hor? Yeah, I've been up once, once or twice. There and back again, a <laughs> hobbit's tale. Um, on the first day of the fifth month of the 40th year, they came out of Egypt. Aaron was 123 years old when he died on Mount Hor. How believable do you think that is? Uh, pretty believable. One one twenty three. I think uh, you can just believe. I think uh, you can manifest if you just believe really hard. So everything, now. everything that I just read took forty years. Okay, um, that took forty years, and we have yet to find any evidence of large numbers of people in any of those places. The Canaanite. Maybe maybe God preserved them. You know, maybe God didn't let any of them die under His protection. No, he, that's why there's no bones. Actually, Kyle, if I could remind you, he actually commanded that all of them die that were 20 years and older for disobeying him. So Ooh, that right there, right there, eh? <laughs> yeah, that'd be a big pile of bones. Yeah, no, 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 no. Over 40 years. Oh, okay. So they'd be scattered. Yeah, the Canaanite king of Arad, who lived. So you're telling me they found no human bones? Not, not so far. They looked pretty. They scoured the desert. Christians have been trying to figure it out for a while why, where those bones have gone. You used to hear a fucking story like pre-internet before the internet was big. Anyways, oh, yeah, of someone finding Noah's Ark. I used to hear that shit every year, man. Oh, dude, every fucking year. It was on PBS. Okay, this actually just happened over Christmas break. Again, we it were, happens all fucking. No, time. no, no. We were having our Christmas office dinner, and yeah. this guy at my office goes, uh, "He's like, oh man, I've been listening to this new guy, John Wyatt. He's a uh, Biblical archaeologist. He's found Noah's Ark. He's found, you know. <laughs> He's not. You haven't heard of him, though. So I, I look up. I just do John Wyatt. Just search that in yeah. Google. First first page in Wikipedia. First first paragraph. John Wyatt is a discredited, like. <laughs> I'll, <laughs> Scam artist. I'll just read it for you right now. It's you know what's funny place. with those people? When they go like, this guy found the, what's that big? The Ark, covenant, of, the covenant. Ark of the Covenant. You know what I mean? This guy found it. And then you go, like, why isn't he the most famous person in the world then? Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Why ha- are you telling me of him and not every single person I meet? Oh. Why isn't he all over the news standing beside it? Archaeologist. And if and if he's keeping it a secret, why did you find out before everyone else? It was You're sort- an idiot. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're not privy. It was Ron Wyatt. <clears throat> okay. Okay, so here's his Wikipedia page. Ron Wyatt was an adventurer noted no, noted for advocating um, the site of Noah's Ark, along with a, almost a hundred other alleged Bible-related discoveries. Oh wow! He has that's, been that's quite a few. dismissed by scientists, historians, biblical scholars, and other <laughs> creationists, but his work continues to have a following. So this These guy, people, this, dude, you just have to lie to people. This man. guy at my office, he's like, it's incredible. This guy has found the Ark of the Covenant. He's saying all of this shit, and I'm like. This sounds like a bunch of bullshit. And so I didn't. Dude, if you're used to believing in miracles without processing them first, yeah. sure, why not? <laughs> right? Why not? So I just passed the phone to my dad and he just starts laughing hysterically. There's like. Um, you like, passed the phone to your dad? Why? Because he's going off on this Ron Wyatt and this oh. list of achievements. He and called I, you? My dad was there. It was an office Christmas party. Oh, okay. So like reception. This is an open letter. From the Garden Tomb Association in Jerusalem, like one of the historical things, the Council of the Garden Tomb Association of um, totally refute the claim of Wyatt to have <laughs> discovered the original Ark of the Covenant or any other biblical artifacts found within the barn. You know, like the people who are charged with looking after that shit. Yeah, call him a fucking idiot. 
And this guy in my work is just going around being like, did you hear? They found it. You know what? <clears throat> the reason why certain a lot of these people succeed is the same why like, uh, the, the, the Nigerian it. scammers succeed. Yeah, you want to believe it. Also that, but they target the dumbest people. Yeah. So what they do, like the Nigerian scam, everyone hears it and goes, how the fuck could you ever give your money to that? That's the point. It's supposed to be so dumb, it filters out all the people that'll figure it out eventually. Yeah. And only leaves the literal one in a million person that believes that scam and they take them for all the money they got. Also, it, those people, that I, I think you're right. And another facet of it is those people who just want to believe. like In the God stuff, yeah, for no, sure. No, 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 no. In the Nigerian scam. They just like, uh, wouldn't right. it be cool? They're greedy, man. Yeah, well, they just like it's—it's it's not like a belief faith thing. They're greed. They—they're getting something in return. That's what I mean. They want to believe. They want it to be true so much that they like manifest it to be true. And I think like Christians are guilty of that a lot. I think Christians are way more guilty. I think I think the Nigerian scammers are just the people that fall for it are just greedy fucks, and then they get invested. And there's. Because they don't take a a hundred that two hundred thousand dollars for you the first time. No, they ask for a hundred, and then when you're investing a hundred, they're like, "God, it's just three, four more hundred bucks." And they do that, and it's like, "Oh God!" You new, sound like you've been on the one new of these processing rides. is like fifteen hundred bucks, and then they go to ten grand. Then they don't get up grand. that high, do they? There's a lawyer. This I saw this like ten years ago when it was like the internet was pretty new and people were getting these emails. They don't get them anymore. Yeah, the Nigerian scammer was at least. And uh, this lawyer, she's, she's a girl. Yeah, it's not important to the story, but I'm just gonna throw it out there. This female <laughs> lawyer, <laughs> she was on TV. There, you made it important. No, I didn't. <laughs> I'm saying I don't. It doesn't matter to me whether it's a guy or a girl. <laughs> I'm just being clear <laughs> who it was in the story. So it's female lawyer, <laughs> <laughs> lawyer rat or whatever they're called in practice. You know. Stop it. <laughs> She goes on TV. She knows she's being recorded, right? Yeah. Because they're doing a documentary on people who got scammed. And they're like, all these people are not dumb people. Smart people. She's like, I gave them $250,000 and I am not an idiot. What's her quote? And it was great. <laughs> was it necessary to point out that she was a female lawyer? Like that? No. Obviously not. No, I don't think it's important at all, to be honest with you. You're such like, an I think everyone's equal. Aaron was 123 years when okay, he I'm died. Not saying, I'm not saying she's a girl. I'm just saying she wasn't a guy. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Aaron was 123 years old on when he died on Mount Hor. You know what else I like about that? Um, it's a good way to die. No, that God made him climb a mountain at 123. to everyone, it seems. I know, but it's like, hey, Aaron, uh, it's time for you to die. You're 123 years old years old probably pretty tired i'm gonna need you to climb to the top of mount whore before you die yeah but he's gonna give you the energy you know god's gonna give it to you give you the strength you don't know where it's coming from but you asked him for it and he gave it to you you know when you wake up in the morning and you're like i don't want to get out of bed but then you pray to god and he gives you the strength to get out of bed i pray for god, god like to give me the, the fortitude to wiggle the fucking chair enough till it falls over <laughs> and i'm hanging there oh you the know? stool you're yeah. standing on. Because I don't have the With fortitude. a noose around your neck. But God would give me the fortitude. Man, somebody on Facebook um, uh, posted this video of the guy, the coach of the Clemson team that won the national football title, college title. Okay. Made this, like, praise be to God 
we couldn't have done it without God. It wasn't me. It wasn't the players. It was God and God alone. And I, and he just like posted that video with Amen. And so my comment was, "Yes, absolutely. They couldn't have done it without God." Meanwhile, and I posted like seventy five thousand children starved to death in Yemen over the last three years. And this guy goes, "Wow, you have such a small minded idea for of God that God couldn't like." help them win this football championship, and at the same time take care of the rest of the world. I think he would actively choose to help that football <laughs> Over- team win their championship and let the kids die. Yeah. I think he would actively choose that, actually. Based on what we've been reading. Yeah. they probably their, their grandparents' parents probably did something wrong, and they're being punished for that. Even that, he enjoys human suffering. And football is almost equal human suffering as people <laughs> starving <laughs> to death. Yeah, that's too far. It's both. All right. It's not even the pointer joke I was trying to make. Verse verse 40. The Canaanite king of Arad who lived in Negev of Canaan heard that the Israelites were coming. That's weird. Who did? The Canaanite king heard they were coming, and then it just starts listing places again. They left Mount Hor and camped at Zalmana. They left at Zalmana and camped at Punan. Is this the king hearing this? No. It just says the king heard about it. And then they go back. So anyways, the Bible does that all the time. Like, remember, like, you know, people are getting bit by poisonous snakes and blah, blah, blah. And God's like, oh, yeah, I have another thing about fasting that I wanted to remind you guys of, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, are you guys wearing your tassels? Yeah. You guys remember the tassels? It's the remembrance tassels. Yeah. They're to remember what, Kyle? Uh, That God hates you. No. Shit. God loves you, but he's going to kill you if you do anything wrong. You know what you should make? What? For merch. Which we never make any merch, by the way. But well. We can continue to bullshit <laughs> yeah, about well, it. We should make... You can't make a good one, but we should make the biblical like shirt that God would have you to pass all his laws, you know, so he doesn't kill you. I don't understand. Like, we'd make a shirt... And it would have tassels on it. Okay. You know, and it would have, oh, it would have like all the stuff. gold emblem or whatever the fuck. Yeah. It'd be made out of. That'd be no, funny. It would look stupid. Co- it would look retarded. It'd have gold and purple and whatever. And If we ever get famous, <laughs> we'll wear that uh, if we get on vest. Dude, let me just power through this and then we get to the boundaries of Canaan. Please, please. And then we're going to finish the book of numbers today. Oh, yeah. And that's like two more pages. Um, they left Oboth, camped at Ai, Abram, near the border of Moab. They left Iam. Camped at Dibon Gad. They left Dibon Gad. Camped at Almond Dibalathium. They left Almond Dibalathium. Camped in the mountains near Abram, near Nebo. They left in the mountains near Abram. They camped at the plains of Moab by the Jordan across from Jericho. Jericho, possibly an ancient name for Jordan River. I think his first name's Chris. <laughs> Chris Jericho. There on the plains of Moab, they camped along the Jordan, Beth Jesmanoth to Abel Shittim. On the plains of Moab, by the Jordan, across from Jericho, the Lord said to Moses, Speak to the Israelites and say to them, When you cross the Jordan into Canaan, drive out all the inhabitants of the land before you. Destroy their carved images and cast idols, and demolish all of their high places. Take possession of the land and settle in it, for I have given to you the land to possess. Distribute the land by lot according to your clans, the larger group to give a larger inheritance and to the smaller group a smaller one. Whatever falls to them by lot will be theirs. Distribute it according to your ancestral tribes. But if you do not drive out the inhabitants of the land, those you allow to remain will become barbs in your eyes and thorns in your sides. They will give you trouble in the land where you will live. 
and then I will do to you what I plan to do to them. So God's saying kill every last one of these motherfuckers, basically. Yeah. Same and old shit. You know what, though? Actually good advice, like Machiavellian advice. Like if you go if destroy if you're your conquering, destroy your enemy completely. You only uprising. Yeah. You don't know when it's going to happen. You take them in, get used to them. Then you fall asleep one day around. Yeah. And they cut your neck. The boundaries of Canaan. The Lord said to Moses. So whilst I think that's sound advice for a conqueror, mm-hmm. it's terrible advice for the source for of all, all morality. Yeah. And the guy that we're supposed to look towards mm-hmm. for being a good guy. I was going to say it's not good advice for a people person, but <laughs> for people. I wouldn't call God a people person. No. The Lord said to Moses. I think he loves us, though. So that makes him a people person. Command. Who do you is- think loves more people in the world? Me. Oprah or God? Not God. Oprah. God hates fags. <laughs> God hates fags. God hates liars. God hates women for the most part. Do you think God hates the God hates fags guys and girls? No, I think he loves them. Do you? Yeah. I think that that those are like. They're spreading a short but specific part of his message. That's for sure. Well, he says, like, those who uphold my commands. And yeah. He te- and he basically tells you to kill gay people. So He doesn't want to look at them with his own eyes. No. You know what I mean? It's Yeah. It's with gross. your eyes. The Lord said to Moses, command the Israelites and say to them, when you enter Canaan, the land will be allotted to you as your inheritance will have these boundaries. Your southern side will include some of the desert of Zin along the border of e- some of the desert of Zin. This is God's, you know, surveying. Some of the desert, I just I'm I'm shocked that it's not like more clear. Like it's on a specific he's unit like, of measurements. Like a, ah, piece of it. This is your inheritance, the one I chose for you mm-hmm. specifically, the promised land. Some of the desert is in. So which which is my room in the castle? Ah, one of them over there. Yeah, I think. On the east, your southern border uh, boundary will start from the end of the Salt Sea, cross south of the Scorpion Pass. Continue on. This is like when you're reading Lord of the Rings and he's telling you where Mirkwood is in relation to fucking Mordor. And you're like, I don't care, man. You can't describe a map. Does Can anyone fucking read a description of a map and picture it in their head? No. Nobody can. This is a fucking waste of time. He wants you to draw it out. That's what he wants. So Longitude, 57. Then it will go to Hazar Adar over the Asmon. Where it will turn, join the Wadi of Egypt and the end of the sea. Just look this up online. Your western boundary <laughs> will be the coast of the Great Sea. This will be your boundary on the west. For your northern boundary, run a line from the Great Sea to Mount Hor and from Mount Hor to Lebo Hamath. Then the boundary will go to Zedad. Continue to Ziphron at the end of Hazar Enon. This will be your boundary on the north. At least Lord of the Rings gives you a map when you're reading it, you know? Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> For your eastern boundary... Just give me a crudely drawn sketch. From... Run a line... That's all I need. Run a line from Hazar Inan to Shephem. The boundary will go down from Shephem to Riblah on the east side of Ain. Continue along the slopes to the east sea of Kenareth. Then the boundary will go down along Jordan to the end of the Salt Sea. This will be your land with boundaries on its every side. You'd think if God was giving you the land, he'd just give you the entire fucking earth. Right? God contains them into one bullshit section. That makes no sense. He kind of says the earth is theirs, but he only... Well, this part's really yours. And and then he's saying, stay in your side, your boundaries. And also, I'm allowing all these people that will constantly invade you to live. But I love you. You're the best. It's so weird. He just fucks with people. 
<laughs> I think he started liking him and then hated him. He's like he's like a evil girlfriend <laughs> that like wants to break up with you, but decides you know what's worse if I just torture him for a year. Yeah, I'm you know I'm, I'm just gonna instead of just breaking up with him because I'm done. I'm staying. I'm gonna stay and torture this poor son of a bitch. <laughs> so he picked the Jews. He dated him for a year. It <laughs> didn't work out. He's been torturing him. For 40, <laughs> for 40 just nagging him yeah. just nag you're using the wrong fire don't put your dick in there <laughs> also oh what has it been 40 years for you i live for eternity so <laughs> oh, yeah. this is insignificant time for tell me. your kids kids <laughs> that uh oh the reason i'm punishing punishing is you is because the people you never met yeah. your grandpa's dad's dad he did something i didn't like oh also i'm gonna make everyone else in the family and your subsequent extended family, make them worship me. Also, <laughs> I'm going to make them worship me, too. Yeah. I'll have you know. Worship me and mean it. Yeah. No, mean it. You don't it. sound like you mean it. Mean it. Guess who's wandering the desert? <laughs> By wandering, we mean camped. <laughs> yeah, guess you. Moses can't commanded. Guess you picked a bad plot of land, so they just picked, said wandered for 40 years. Yeah. They couldn't they couldn't say the Jews strategically picked a place with no good water source or food. They're like, "Ah, this will be good. Everyone dies. They wander. They were forced to. God made them." Moses commanded so, Oh man. What it sounds like in reality if this actually happened. What? There's clearly no God telling him to do anything. So there's other reasons. So obviously they've tried to conquer or get in the walls of some of these other places or start their own and then just were incapable. Just were incapable, so they had to camp well, out. There's literally camp in the desert. There's no, there's if God is not on their side, there's they couldn't have done it because they had to eat manna and get water from Him every day. Yeah, but we're saying, we're saying, in 1.2 million people, I'm assuming they're in a desert that's near, near, I don't know, something dude, water. Oh my God, wasn't he's water? The right? same guy that was talking about Ron Wyatt. And his archaeological finds, he's like, yeah, when I was in Israel, I went and looked at the rock that the water came out of. It's crazy, man. It's totally smooth. Like, water was flowing through it. Remember the rock that Moses hit where water what came out? What do you mean out? he went and looked at he it? He says he saw the actual rock. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> yeah. And why would it be smooth? It'd be like a fire hose, you know, in the middle of this fucking It'd thing. It'd be eroded. He says, yeah, you can totally tell that it was eroded and... Just like water came from nowhere. Every in it. rock's eroded. <laughs> Every rock. There's atmosphere everywhere, at the very least. There's no rocks don't erode in space. Uh, other than that. Space erosion. They collide with other rocks. That's I true. Don't, that's I don't true know. Too. I'm just making shit up. No, but they're like, the rocks in space and the debris and shit yeah. never rounds off. So it's all razor sharp. Oh, that's true. There's no atmosphere. So everything's like crazy sharp and deadly out there verse 13 that guy's a fucking moron i want to meet this idiot Can you'll, I... you'll you'll know you'll know when you meet him i'll know immediately oh yeah he's got uh he a fat guy picture him a fat guy no he's a buff guy actually he's jacked yeah he, he's lifts heavy weights <laughs> his kids are <laughs> like world-class bo bodybuilders get the fuck out of here they both are best in their weight class in uh canada god maybe there is a god who knows you know <laughs> moses commanded the Israelites, verse 13, assign this land by lot as inheritance. The Lord has ordered it to be given to the nine and a half tribes because the families of the tribes of Reuben and the tribe of Gad and the half tribe of Massanea have received their inheritance. These two and a half tribes received their inheritance on the east side of the Jordan of Jericho towards the sunrise. Oh. The Lord said to Moses, these are the names of the men who are to assign the land for you as inheritance. 
Eleazar, the priest, and Joshua, son of Nun. Oh, what a coincidence. The guy assigning the land is the son of Aaron. Oh, wow. Appoint one leader from each tribe to help assign the land. These are their names. Caleb, son of Jephunneh, of the tribe of Judah. Shemuel, son of Emihud, from the tribe of Simeon. Eladad, son of Kislon, from the tribe of Benjamin. Buki, son of Jogli, from the tribe of Dan. Buki? B-U-K-K-I. Buki. Yeah. <laughs> that is the goofiest name. Son of Jogli. For a while. Jogli. 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 J-O-G-L-I. Is this a family of clowns? <laughs> Buki and Jogli. <laughs> right? Um, if you're not picturing him juggling, you're an asshole. That's all I'm saying. Heniel, son of Ephod, the leader of the tribe of Massinay, son of Joseph. Camul, son of Shiftan, leader of the tribe of Ephraim, son of Joseph. Uh, Elizaphan, son of Parnock, leader of the tribe of Zebulun. Patil, son of Azin, leader of the tribe of Issachar. Ahihud, son of Shalomi, leader of the tribe of Asher. Pedel, son of Amahud, leader of the tribe of Natali. These are the men the Lord commanded to assign the inheritance to the Israelites in the land of Canaan. <laughs> Those are the men playing dice for huge stakes. No kidding. They're playing by lot. The, the, They're spinning dreidels for whole territories. Yeah, this is like the the most high stakes dice game in Israel's history. <laughs> That's what the dreidel is, isn't it? The dreidel. Yeah, it's I don't a know top it, with different sides. Don't you bet on on shit? Maybe I don't know Dreidel's what it's a top with four different sides with different shapes on it. Oh, and you spin it and it comes up one thing. Oh yeah, I think it's a precursor. I think it's to a dice. gambling. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's gambling. Ver- chapter thirty five. We're so close to being done. Numbers. Think, you know what. I'll say it, and I mean it. Thank God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for getting us through oh, this difficult or time. Go, oh, Gord, our God. <laughs> Chapter 35, verse 1. On the plains of Moab, by the Jordan, across from Jericho, the Lord said to Moses, Command the Israelites to give the Levites town to live in from the inheritance the Israelites will possess, and give them pasture lands around the towns. Then oh, they will have towns to live in. If you Google dreidel, it has like a digital dreidel. And you spin it. I think it's like uh, a, I think it's like a magic eight ball. I spun it and it said none. Joshua, spin- son of none. That's <laughs> what. Spin that's- it again. I got none again. God damn it! Give me another one. All right, spin it again, and I got shin. What is this? I don't know what any of it means. Actually, oh, they're not numbers. They're words. They're, yeah, they're symbols. Here, you play that, and I'm just gonna read this. It's pretty fun. Give them pasture lands does, around the towns. Then they will have towns to live in and pasture lands for the cattle flocks and all the other livestock. Dreidel. There we go. The pasture lands around the towns <laughs> that give you, that you give the Levites will extend out 1,500 feet from the town wall. Outside the town, measure 3,000 feet on each on the east side, 3,000 on the south side, 3,000 on the west side. Why did they just say 3,000 on each side? Dude, it's straight up gambling. God, the Jews love this shit. So you know what they gamble with? It says you nuts, pennies, nickels, and chocolate. They had chocolate back then? <laughs> no, I think it's like now. I oh. think it's just money, but they're saying for kids. You can play with like chocolate C- and... Cities of refuge. Six of the towns you give the Levites will be cities of refuge to which a person who has killed someone may flee. Listen, that's crazy. Straight up gambling. Listen but. to this. Cities of refuge. Six of the towns you give the Levi- Levites will be cities of refuge. To which a person who has killed someone may flee. What? Like someone within the tribe? I don't know. I think it's, yeah, murderers get to go to these towns. 
Oh, did, I bet you they have one for pedophiles, too. In addition, give them 42 other towns. Are you kidding me? That's what it says. The priests, the Levites, a.k.a. the priests, yeah. have spots where, where if you murder someone, you, you can, get to stay there for free. That's a little too close. This is like Well, I guess pedophilia is in the Bible, then, protecting pedophiles. You move them to the safe zone. Well, that's no, that's a stretch. It's only for killing people. You jump to step. You jump to step. Is that worse? Um, is here's a moral question for you, Caleb: Is raping a child worse worse than killing somebody? No, it's worse to rape a child because you've damaged them for life and probably damaged their next generation below that child. Yeah. Okay. What if I kill a child? Then it won't be able to hurt any other kids. Oh, that's a good train of logic, I guess. <laughs> um, I'd rather. I'd like to put this on the record if anyone's thinking of doing it to me. <laughs> rather be rather be raped not murdered so really yeah dude I'll, I'll keep that in mind i could i could dude i could talk myself into it being funny <laughs> <laughs> this is funny right it this is take, hilarious it would take it actually kind of feels good <laughs> do you know how people say you know how people say they have a kid they get 50 new bits of material yeah i'm gonna get raped and have 50 <laughs> bits of material got right caught me slipping <laughs> <laughs> um it's not funny though. Um, so forty-two other towns. Neither is murder. In all, must you, you must give the Levites forty-eight towns together with their pasture lands. The towns you give the Levites from the lands of the Israelites, the Israelites possess are to be given in proportion to the inheritance of each tribe. Take many towns from a tribe that has many, but few towns from a found, from a tribe that has few. So just to quickly sum that up, so they're playing lots for division of the land for the twelve tribes. Mm-hmm. The twelve tribes, so really eleven tribes. Eleven tribes are playing lots for the land. The Israel or the Levites. What's lots? Lots. Yeah, the dreidel. What you were just talking about. Mm-hmm. So the eleven tribes get their shit, and then from that they all have to give the Levites forty-eight towns. So remember, the Levites are the sons of Aaron and Moses. Yeah. The nepotism is running strong still. So they're they're the spiritual class. That's who everybody gives their ties to and their fucking livestock and the hides and money god it's just awesome to be born to royalty yeah so they get they get 48 towns six of the towns are to be cities of refuge for if you murder somebody it's like joseph stalin's secret police so they get 12 lots no they get there's 11 lots yeah but how many towns are in a lot no that's and then it says um the land in proportion to the inheritance. So the land, if you got a lot with a lot of towns, you have to give more towns to the Levites than somebody who had fewer towns. Gotcha. So proportional representation there. That's, that's. Then the Lord said to Moses, (laughs) speak to the Israelites and say to them, when you cross the Jordan into Canaan, select some of your towns to be cities of refuge to which a person who has killed someone may killed. Someone accidentally may flee. Oh, now it's (laughs) accidentally. Yeah. Up here. It doesn't say shit about that before. Typos in the Bible, man. And like, by the way, if it's accidentally and everyone knows it, why do they need to flee? Yeah. Just yeah. saying. Why do they need to flee if everyone agrees it was an accident? Kyle's eyebrows are jumping off his face right now. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, we very, see what you're doing. Very good point. Um, they yeah, you w- also accidentally fell on that child. <laughs> you slipped and fell. Yeah. It was I, an accident. They will and be- now I need to flee. <laughs> They Look, <laughs> I slipped and fell, hit a child. Doesn't with, sound so bad. With my 
cock. You know, with my cock in the rack. <laughs> that's that's the sp- that's what. It's the part that makes me flee. It's not the falling. They will be places of refuge from the Avenger so that a person accused of murder may not die before he stands trial before the assembly. These six towns you give will be your cities of refuge. Give three on the side of the Jordan and three in Canaan as cities of refuge. These six towns will be a place of refuge for the Israelites, aliens, and any other people living among them. Um, Cities of refuge for the Israelites and aliens, people living among them. So that anyone who has killed another accidentally can flee there. If a man strikes someone with an iron object so that he dies, he is... What the fuck are they talking about? We just, just came out of nowhere. Yeah, so it went from the towns for the Levites, cities of refuge, and this isn't even a new chapter or heading or anything. This is just a new sentence. <laughs> if a man strikes someone with an iron object so that mm-hmm. he dies... How the fuck did this get written down this way? Okay, I'm imagining the person who writes this, right? You know, we're, we're they're just you know how people want to go back. You know, if you want to go back and add something to a previous paragraph, they didn't have Microsoft but Word. But they didn't have Microsoft Word, so you just gotta write it down when you thought of it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you we only have so much papyrus. I can't redo this whole goddamn thing. I already wrote. On eight feet of the scroll, and you want me to go? Moses, how, how's the book of numbers going? Real good. I'm almost done. Did you put the stuff about murdering in there? Fuck! God damn it! What about the the iron? What is it? Fuck! Iron object. What about the iron object? Ah oh, shit! I was just I talking about. It. I was just talking about the cities of refuge. It's like put it in. Just you know what? I'll put it in here. And no one will notice. <laughs> yeah. No one will notice. They'll hear it. That's all God wants is to have them hear it. Doesn't matter how. Doesn't matter how. If a man look, if God's writing it, doesn't matter what order it's in. Just saying, does it matter? Yes. Or maybe He wanted it that yes. way. Yes, it does. It does matter what's order. I don't it's think in. it matters what the order, the the words or the letters really. If a man strikes someone with an iron object so that he dies, he is a murderer. Oh, the murderer shall be put to death. Oh, unless he flees, <laughs> right? Or if anyone has a stone in his hand that could kill. And he strikes someone so that he dies. He is a murderer. How do you write both these things down? Why don't they just say don't murder? Also, they already said don't murder. But they already said there's like a get out of jail free card, get out of stoning free card. Yeah. If you just to say it was go to action. one of these forty. How many territories? Six, six cities. Six cities. They got forty-eight towns, but six of them are cities of refuge. Six cities are full of. Well, Murders. one of them's Australia. Yeah, <laughs> we know we know that for sure. What are the rest? Probably England. England sucks. Turkey. Turkey. Everywhere in Eastern Europe. I'm just going to count that as one. <laughs> really? Montreal. Montreal. <laughs> and. It's French bastards. Uh, New Orleans. Yeah. Actually, I really want to go to New Orleans. The Big Easy. I want to go there so bad. It's my next trip. Dude, New Orleans is a party town in the way I like to party. You know what I mean? Underwater. No. Yes. <laughs> Dude, I can swim. Okay. New Orleans is sinking, and I know how to swim. So, I rewrote the. No, it's a par- it's a fucking party town. <laughs> okay, it's a party town, but there's no extra. They don't pretend it's any bullshit. There's like, here's the thing, you can drink everywhere. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's it. They're it like, sucks here. Look, we don't have gigantic clubs like Vegas. We don't have Cirque du Soleil. We don't have ho- that many attractive hookers. We can drink wherever the fuck you want. I'll and take cops it. Cops will have your back. You know. Sometimes we play jazz piano. I hate jazz. Oh, really? Okay, so verse 18. Um, 
so a, a stone, he dies, he's murdered, he should be put to death. Yeah. That's a rule out of nowhere. Or but. if anyone has a wooden object in his hand that could kill and he hits someone <laughs> so that he dies, he is a murderer. The murderer shall be put to death. Like what, a baseball bat? You never said if we have a fucking plastic object, I guess. What about what about a metal object? They said iron, but they didn't no. say... Well, they didn't know about steel what yet. What about a sword? That's an object. That counts. That counts just any object. Iron object. Those are the three objects. Wooden, stone, or iron. That's all God could think of to put in the fucking book. <laughs> At the time. This is so dumb. The Avenger of Blood shall put the murderer to death. When he meets him, he shall be put to death. Mm. If anyone with malice aforethought shoves another or throws some thing at him intentionally so that he dies or if in hostility hits him with his fist so that he dies that person shall be put to death he is a murderer the avengers of blood shall put the murderer to death when he meets him who's that it's the, the avengers of blood it's the person who murders murderers that should be a name for a band the That's avenger of blood what's it called again avenger of blood that's fucking awesome. The murderer of murderers. That's so cool. <laughs> but if, but if without hostility, someone suddenly shoves another or throws something at him unintentionally, or without seeing him drops a stone on him that could kill him, how could you possibly do that? You know, dude, I was just there dropping stones off the cliff. <laughs> he walked under it. I didn't know he was there. It's what I do for fun. It must have happened enough to, for them to write it in the fucking book, Kyle. How many times could that happen accidentally? Um, I accidentally stoned someone to death. This is how this sh that scenario should go. Whack! Ow! Oh, I'm sorry, man. Oh, I'm, 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 oh, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> um, or without seeing Otherwise, you're pushing boulders off a cliff. Drops a stone That's on him that could kill him. And he dies. Then, since he was not his enemy and did not intend to harm him, the assembly must judge between him and the avenger of blood according to these regulations. The assembly must protect one accused of murder from the avenger of blood and send him back to the city of refuge which, to which he fled. He must stay there until the death of the high priest who was anointed with holy oil. So these are like exile cities. If you fuck up, you get sent to an exile city and you're stuck there till the death of the high priest. What does that mean? So if you kill someone and the judge's demon an accident, you they get stone you to death. No, you get if it's an accident. Oh, you go to the you go to this one of these six cities. And who's the high priest? The high priest is whoever's in charge. So his lifetime when he dies, everyone's released from their exiles. So there's an incentive to murder the high priest to no get your shit, friends out eh? of exile. This is a fucking crazy. And also, I guess it's by accident. I was going to say, if he's like on his deathbed, you can go on a fucking rampage. But it has to be by accident. Yeah. yeah. So that doesn't really work out. <laughs> but if the accused ever goes outside the limits of the city of refuge to which he has fled, the Avenger of Blood finds him outside the city. The Avenger of Blood may kill the accused without being I guilty of murder. I love that that his name's the Avenger of Blood. And, dude, did you hear that last sentence? No. If he ever finds him outside the city, the Avenger of Blood may, may kill the accused without being guilty of murder. So, awesome. <laughs> awesome. Dude, he's just stalking the boundaries. Let's take, let's take one moment to remember that this is the highest deity in all of creation. This is his way that he figures out murder, everyone. This is the best thing that he could come up with at the time. You know, it's well thought out. 
it's I pretty gotta say. fucking so, dumb. It's pretty good long term plan. It's pretty fucking dumb. Oh, I mean, I guess now's as good as time as ever. Uh, we couldn't have Stacy on the podcast due to the shenanigans, but um, that was a terrible word to use. I just meant we were too busy and too much stuff was going on. <laughs> Kyle's looking at me like I'm fucking retarded, which I am. Shenanigans. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> Sorry. I was just in I got speaking it, yeah. mode. <laughs> yep. Go on, go God on. Let's see if your face can turn any redder. Um, the accused must stay in the city of refuge until the death of the high priest. Only after the death of the high priest may he return to his own can property. Read the Bible. <laughs> Stacy couldn't come on this time. Yes, yeah, but we're gonna try to get her on in the future. Yeah, when she comes back, which will be not till like March or April. Yeah, it's gonna be a while, guys. These will be the legal requirements for you throughout generations to come, wherever you live. Anyone who kills a person is to be put to death as a murderer only on the testimony of witness, but no one is to be put to death on the testimony of only one witness. Okay? It's, do not accept ransom for the life of a murderer who deserves uh, to I die. I are going to have to call this podcast shenanigans. <laughs> you fucking retarded. I am fucking retarded. <laughs> I am fucking retarded. Um... Do not accept a ransom for the life of a murderer who deserves to die. He must surely be put to death. So do not take bribes. Do not accept a ransom for anyone who has fled to a city of refuge and so allow him to go back and live on his own land before the who death of the high priest. Who do you have to pay off? The the, the high priest, the Ender, avenger of blood. I guess he's gonna fucking kill you. I, who else? If you don't pay that guy off, I would accept the ransom then kill him anyways. Honestly, definitely. And no one could say you were guilty of anything. Accepting the ransom. Yeah, but how would they prove it? He's dead. Yeah, exactly. You just killed the only witness. Do not pollute the land where you are. Bloodshed pollutes the land. An atonement cannot be made for the land on which blood has been shed, except by the blood of the one who shed it. So it's saying don't kill people because it pollutes it the land. It damages the land. And the only way to... the only, Dude, this is fucking God logic right here. Don't pollute the land with bloodshed. The only way to make the land clean from bloodshed is to kill the guy. Is, is that what they meant by that? Yes. Yeah, the the atonement cannot be made for the land on which blood has been shed, except by the blood of the one who shed it. So murder, murderers. Holy fuck! That's God logic. Yeah. So God, you know what cleans up blood? More blood. More blood. That's two wrongs don't make a right. They do, actually. Do not defile the land where you live, where I dwell, for I, the Lord, dwell among the Israelites. And this is the last chapter of the book of Numbers, everybody. Um, the family heads of the clan of Gilead, son of Maker, the son of Messaneah, who were from the clans of the descendants of Joseph, came and spoke before Moses and the leaders of the heads of the Israelites and their families. You can tell which parts Caleb really wants to get through. Oh, I just want <laughs> to be done. They said, when the Lord commanded my Lord, when the Lord Commanded, my lord. They when the Lord commanded, when the Lord commanded, so uppercase L, Lord yeah. commanded, lowercase L, my lord. Yeah. So he said, my lord to himself. <laughs> when the, the Lord commanded, my lord, uh, to give the land as inheritance to the Israelites. What the fuck does that actually mean? Uh, it doesn't uh, matter. Yeah. So it makes no sense though. When the family heads came out. They spoke before Moses and the leaders of the heads of Israel. They said, when the Lord commanded my Lord. I think that means when God commanded Moses. 
Would so the Lord God should have commanded whoever wrote this to use punctuation and fucking proper pronouns <laughs> or proper nouns instead of pronouns? Um, orders you to give inheritance to your brother Zelophe had to his two daughters. So they said, when the Lord commanded my Lord to give the land as an inheritance to the Israelites by lot, He ordered you to give the inheritance to our brother Zelophe had to his daughters. Now suppose they marry men from other Israelite tribe. Then their inheritance will be taken away from our ancestral inheritance and added to that to the tribe they marry into. And so part of the inheritance allotted to us will be taken away. When the year of Jubilee for the Israelites comes, their inheritance will be added to that tribe into which they marry and their property will be taken from the tribal inheritance of our forefathers. So basically this guy only had daughters and he's saying once they marry, I'm going to lose all my land. So how? Because when they marry in the land, once they marry into a tribe and the year, year of Jubilee comes, mm-hmm. that tribe gets the land of the woman because that's the way the Bible Really? Works. So he loses his land because he has daughters. So that's what he's saying. Then the Lord... Uh, I thought that, doesn't wait till he's dead. Yeah, he will be dead. And then... His, oh, once he dies. Once he dies. He doesn't lose anything. He just doesn't have a son to carry it on to. Then at the Lord's command, Moses gave this order to the Israelites. What the tribe of the descendants of Joseph is saying is right. This is what the Lord commands for Zelophehad's daughters. They may marry anyone they please as long as they marry within the tribal clan of their father. No inheritance in Israel is to pass from tribe to tribe, for every Israelite shall keep the tribal land inherited from his forefathers. Every daughter who inherits the land in any Israelite tribe must marry someone in their father's tribal clan, so that every Israelite will possess the inheritance of his fathers. No inheritance may pass from tribe to tribe, for each Israelite tribe is to keep the land it inherits. So you so, have to ancestrally marry. I guess. So your dad can keep it within the tribe? So Zelophehad's daughters did as the Lord commanded Moses. Zelophehad's daughters, Maha, Tizra, Hogla, Milka, and Noah, married their cousins on their father's I side. I fucking knew it! <laughs> God. They married within the clans of the descendants of Why Masenaeo, wouldn't you think that's son okay? of Joseph? And their inheritance in remain, remained in their father's clan and tribe. You know what's fucked up? Even my like really religious grandmother grew up in a Hutterite colony where they're crazy religious over there. They even tried not to fuck their cousins. You know what I mean? Cousin fucking. It's biblical. It's mean. And he just says openly multiple times through the Bible that it's fine. In fact, go out and do it. It's better. These are it's the better because you keep it in the family. These are the commands and regulations the Lord gave Look, to do Moses. Do you want to dirty up the gene pool? To the Israelites on the plains dirt- of Moab, by the Jordan, across from Jericho. Book of Numbers complete. Hell Thank yeah. fucking God. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. For giving us the strength. Do uh, I want to hear a prayer that you used to have to do before like uh, you eat. Oh, you want to hear? Make it funny. The Lord's Prayer? No. Well, like, what did you guys do before you eat? Because I can do the ones my grandparents always did. Uh, Thank you, Lord, for this. Dear God, wonderful meal that you have. Father in heaven, yeah. we give you thanks and praise for this day. <laughs> we thank you for your goodness and great love towards us. We ask that this food will provide benefit to our bodies. Like a fucking course. <laughs> it will. It's funny. You're, you're thanking Lord, but I guess what you're really doing is being like, thank you, Lord, for this meal that you haven't killed me before I ate. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> thank you, Lord, that I, you let me live one other day. Yeah, that's basically it. My dad started a whole bunch of prayer cds based on praying the bible where you just pray the bible you just say what the bible says back to god because the bible says that god likes that 
So he parrots it. God likes his own ideas a lot. You know what? That I believe. So, Kyle, I feel like we've gone pretty long today. <clears throat> Should we do one long. email? Yep. All right. This one uh, <laughs> I'm a fan of. Okay. <laughs> I'm a fan of this one. Read the title, and you know what? It's I agree with it. All right. It's let's see. Something hear. I can get get on board with. Fully behind. <clears throat> <clears throat> this is from Allie. Okay. Caleb, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> Already love it. That's the subject line? Yeah. Correct me if I'm misunderstanding this. You justify kicking a cat because you cannot reason with it through words. Yeah. Which require you to use physical force in order to communicate. Yes? Yes. So by your logic, I can kick my friend's baby when they are inconveniencing me. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Yes, of course. In that child's own home? Um, I would say, well, what's the baby doing? Is he biting you? Then you can kick it. <laughs> yeah, the baby's biting you. Then kick it. That's how you get a baby to listen. <laughs> that will come in handy, I'm sure. But they're... An- oh, she's screaming at you, but I'm not going to yell This you. is all caps? Yeah. But they're animals, not people. It's not the same. All caps. Shut up, Caleb. I know. That's retarded. Okay. How, okay, if a cat bites you, what are you supposed to do? Just let it bite you and be some sort of fucking Martin Luther King protester and just be like, you know, look uh, look at me, the rest of the world, at this injustice I'm suffering on behest of the cat and hope somebody <laughs> else intervenes? No. Yeah, pat- we, we, talked, we talked about this before. Being a pacifist only works if other people give a shit about your cause. Yeah. Yeah, Caleb's going to take uh can to his old hand. If, if it was in the wild, if you recall, he would have murdered that cat. Yeah. So he did less than what he wanted to. Thank you. I should restrain. He should restrain. Like, much like our father in heaven, God. And Jesus also, Christ, amen. Um, the, as far as the baby goes, <clears throat> me and the baby are the same species. So I have... Empathy. A bit more naturally, empathy. Naturally built in. And, you know, a bit more understanding. I kind of, you know, if I was... A cat, maybe I would communicate in cat language question. to this cat. On one side of the scale, right? Mm-hmm. There's two scales. And below them are death traps, right? Okay. One has a baby. Okay. Right? And you have to pull the lever and one of them drops to their death, right? They're One's just... a baby. The other one is this 100 cats. Baby, I save. You... I kill no, 100 cats. You kill 100 cats? 100... 1,000 cats. Yeah. What make a number? <laughs> That's what I'm trying that to get at. Think of. That's what I'm trying to get at. I'd save one all baby. The, all the cats extinct on the planet. Dead for one baby. Cats. <laughs> yeah, all the cats. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Every cat. Every cat. Everyone that loves their cat. Everyone in the world that has a pet cat is now yes. dead. Yes. This is one baby. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone. Go ahead and try and find a number <laughs> high enough. I did. All the cats that would have a, that ever exist. Yeah. From for from now until eternity. Yeah. Because they're extinct. Yes. And they're gone, by the way. There's no DNA. There's no bringing them back to Good. life in some erase, Jurassic Park like, Erase scenario. their memory from the earth, like the Amalekites, that we still talk about, thanks to God. Okay, I'm going to go all the cats. Okay. And all Throw, the dogs. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> for one baby. Yeah, Caleb is loyal to his species. Yeah. Say what you will about Caleb, but he is loyal to his species, which is troll. It's not the same as human. <laughs> she goes on she's like but you claim that the bible is stupid right it is 
Yet you subscribe to the entire concept of humans being above animals. Well, we are. This is Show the- me a fucking cat city. Show me a fucking <laughs> rocket that a cat put in space. No, no, no. She Ca- says, this is, this is a concept that you got from Genesis 1. No, you're a fucking idiot. That's whoever, where you learned whoever it. Whoever this is is a That's fucking idiot. Dude, as soon as a cat can write something on par with Dostoevsky, get back to me. That kind of sounds like biblical doctrine to me. Kind of sounds like you're repeating shit you learned when you were Lower in your school. eyebrows and take that condescending tone <laughs> and shove it up your ass. This is the dumbest argument ever. Of course. if Dude, if I happen to get eaten by a lion, that cat is above the food chain on me, right? That's just the way nature works. Turns out humans uh, holding the number one spot like by a lot. That's where you want to be, number one. Yeah. Or, you know what? A lot of number two is not so bad. Like, you can be like, a shark we made it illegal to kill him for the most part orca so not a lot of them die orca would be pretty dope god the sea's scary as fuck yeah would it be nice to be so big nothing can kill you like that's that's the only good that's thing in I'm, the ocean that's what i'm working towards <laughs> <laughs> except heart disease <laughs> the only place Gilbs can survive in the next five months is going to be the ocean uh so yeah no i feel like no, we're playing successfully now. refuted all your ideas i got one more so what is it caleb is the Bible actually real? No. I.e., we are made in God's image and therefore we're more important than animals? Or can I kick my friend's baby? Or are you just a dick? I, I'd go with I'd just Allie. a dick. I'd, I'd go with just a dick, number one. But, okay, the the leaps in logic you took in the Look, fucking Allie, email. Allie, I love you already. You're going to go out and say it. I love you. I'm in love with you. But your argument's bad. <laughs> <laughs> love the effort. God damn it, do I love the enthusiasm. And even more, do I love that it is directed against Caleb. You're trying to tell me that the <laughs> only reason that I could possibly know we're above animals is because the Bible said so? That's kind of what you're saying. I'm talking right? to a fucking microphone, and you're listening to this over the fucking internet. When's a cat ever fucking done anything even... This is crazy. They don't even use tools. They don't even have thumbs. Oh, so you're saying because we're smarter than them makes us better? Yes, is that what you're saying? I am. That's why we're better than women. They're cl- <laughs> Holy fuck. Now I'm not going to leave you hanging. This <laughs> really want to be like, oh, how dare you? <laughs> Play the song. Yeah. All right. Well, that was fun, Caleb. Got it weird at we're, the end. I would just like to say the Bible beaters we're gonna do be- not think men are smarter than women. We just know it to be a fact. <laughs> um. We're back. I think we're back to every week, hey, Kyle? We're back to every week. Okay. So you guys can start sending us emails again. Send them to BibleBeaters at CanadaComedy.ca. And I'd just like to say, whenever you start the song a little bit, <laughs> that uh, you guys have been doing it. The Bible Beaters have been spreading the oh, word yeah. of the Bible Beaters, and we are gaining on society. These podcasts, we're already, we're already above them. In number. I heard We're we gaining. made some sort of list, Kyle. We made a top 30. This is the fucking funniest thing. We made a top 30 <laughs> Bible podcast list, and we're the only one that's anti-Bible. But we're, t- we're like number six or seven or we're something. Eight. Eight. Eight out of 30. That ain't bad. That's a good start. That's the- top 10. I looked at the top 10, the top the top nine. They suck. Look, we're way better. Just to get down to business. Don't s- even worry about looking it up. They're all super Christian, too. They're so Christian. So I like to say you guys are spreading the fucking word. Like, what do we call them? Herpes. 
<laughs> like, like herpes. Like genetic disease. Like <laughs> what do we call the fucking the unfaithful? Again, the unfaithful. Like the true unfaithful should be. So keep it up. We're Just follow ru- us on all social media. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah, we're a little rusty. But we're back now, so peace. See ya. See you later.